Welcome to the Brothers of the Dram podcast. Happiness is having a rare steak, a bottle of whiskey, and a dog to eat the rare steak. I'm your host, AJ, with my co-host, Eric. Hey, I like my steaks rare. Which kind of steak, though? Doesn't matter. So even a New York steak, you like it rare? Mm, sure. Country fried steak, you like it? No, rare? not country fried steak. Oh, so not all steak. That's, that's, that's not steak. Come on, dude. You know better. It's, it's meat. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. <laughs> you know better, AJ. Don't piss me and our listeners off. Okay. You know, isn't that how you're supposed to start a podcast? To start off by getting everyone just angry so they listen? Um, I don't know. Maybe you should try and see if it works. Wasn't that what I just did? Yeah. Okay. Let's see if pissed? it works. Are you upset? Oh, I'm pissed. Okay, so it worked. It worked, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'm ready to drink. Let's do it. Let's do it. Today's episode, we're actually going to be reviewing a bottle of whiskey. We're reviewing the Mercer and Prince, which is ASAP Rocky's whiskey. Ooh, that's Rihanna's man, right? Is it? I don't know. I think that's Rihanna's baby daddy, isn't it? I don't oh, know. I, don't I could follow, be wrong. I don't follow too much of pop culture, to be honest. I don't know. You don't. You don't follow too much culture. Period. <laughs> I follow enough to get by, brother. Oh, okay. Okay. I think you might be. I don't know. If listeners, if you're if you're listening and you know the answer, let us know because I'm not sure, to be honest. Oh, so you're making shit up and trying to put the blame on me for not knowing pop culture? Okay. I have an I think I have an idea, but, you know, a better idea than you. But anyways, enough of that. Let's get to the tasting and the drinking and the talking about this, this bottle. And it's really cool. So let's get into that. Eric's number one goal of every episode of the podcast. Let's get drunk. Let's drink. Let's get drunk. We haven't been drunk in any of our episodes, by the way. We haven't. And I thought we were going to get a little buzz on when we did the Maker's Mark episode because we had three, you know, tastings. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, not even close. No, enough. no, we should do one. We should do one where we, we show up already having some drinks in us and then see how that turns out. It might be it might be great or it might be a disaster, but I say we try it. I think it'll be a disaster, but I'm down. <laughs> hey, worst case, we just scrap the episode and throw it away. Worst case. Oh, worst case, we put it up and it's our most listened to episode ever. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. All That's right. We'll plan for that. So let's let's nose the whiskey because, well, mine's already poured. Is yours poured? Uh, yeah, but you don't want to give a little uh, like back end story on it or with a bottle or anything or ABV or nothing. Well, I was going to. Yeah, I guess I could do it now. Why not? OK, so this whiskey here, it caught my eye when I first saw it. So let's talk about the bottle first then. Mm-hmm, OK, nice oh, bottle. Really nice cool bottle. bottle. So what stood out for me with this bottle is if you look at the bottom of the bottle itself, it looks like it could be a little cup and it looks like it would be an old fashioned type cup. So I was like, oh, interesting. Let's uh, let's buy this bottle and check it out. Turns out both the top and the bottom come off to give you two glasses so you can drink on the go. So you can share it with a friend, share it with a friend. Downside, though, is the top and bottom that turn into your cups are squared off and they're just plastic. Ooh. Very disappointing because by the look about it, yeah, based on and that could crack easily. But mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be like glass because when I found it, it was wrapped, so you couldn't really tell if it was plastic. 
mm-hmm. then the bottom of it, when it looks like it would be a like an old-fashioned type cup, it's literally just a plastic square cube. So a little disappointing on the quality when I finally bought it, but it has a nice purpose. Yeah, it's a cool concept, though, nonetheless, especially for the price point. What's what's the, what's it at? Is it it's like a four- $30 bottle. $30 bottle, yeah. You get a couple of... Uh... Plastic cups to use when you're drinking it. You, you get rid of it. If you buy another bottle, another two cups just to for the moment, you know, it's not like they're going to gift you all these things all the time and put it in, you know, to put it in your bar or something. It's just for, you know, accessibility and the option to drink from it. Agreed. Easy, quick access on the go. Like you said, so, dude, there's been times when we've gone out for whiskey and like, oh, crap, we have no cups. Drink it from the bottle. But now exactly. you have cups. Now you got cups. And now you have cups. There you go. See? Come on, the, AJ. Cup half, uh, the half full, not half empty. <laughs> well, I wasn't saying half empty, dude. I was saying I caught my eye because it, I thought it was a cup, and it turns out it is a cup, and it ends up being two cups. But you're I'm just saying the quality of it plastic. being plastic. I'm so dude, do you like drinking? Okay, look at Mr. Red Solo Cup. Yeah, I understand you can drink whiskey out of anything. The best way for yeah. whiskey is enjoying it how you like to enjoy it. Yeah. But when you have the ability to have glass, yeah, would you pick if you if you had both options? Would you yeah. pick plastic over glass? Yeah. No, you wouldn't. You're lying. I am. Don't, don't lie to me. No, if I had the option, definitely glass. But that's not the whole point of this. The whole point is that if you don't have a cup, you have one in this bottle within the bottle built in. Yes, that and is that's correct. impressive. Well, I'm not saying it's not. I agree with you. I like that. Okay, thank you. Thank you for agreeing. moving on to the on. to the to the sticker on the front. It has this like nice. What would you say? Like a, like a forest green type look with the mm-hmm. gold print. Forest green with some nice gold. Um, it says Mercer Prince, which is nice. And do you know what Mercer Prince is, AJ? I do not. But are you going to cover that in the whiskey history segment? I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily history. It's more just like a fun fact. Okay, hit me. Uh, well, Mercer and Prince actually is, uh, apparently it's ASAP uh, Rocky's favorite cross streets in New York City. So I don't know what's on Mercer and Prince, but I think that's why he named it apparently is because um, those are his, that's his favorite cross streets. Maybe mm-hmm. there's a place, a couple of businesses he enjoys or maybe he grew up there. Or I'm not sure, but. That's why it's called that. Okay, that is interesting. I do like it because he's bringing it back to his roots. I'm assuming he might have grown up in that area. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, if you're um, like a hippie, you can do a, a whiskey called Hate Ashbury. You know, are you familiar with the hate? No. What? Oh, see, what did I say about culture, AJ? Uh, what did yeah, I say about culture? How about you explain it? No, hate I, I know what it is. I know what it is. But just in case our listeners don't know. How about you, you just said it? you don't. I do. Now explain it. You explain it if you know it then to prove that you do actually know it. Dude, don't try to reverse this on me. Go for it. Reverse what? I'm the one that referenced it and knows it. Dude, you're, you're pissing off our listeners. Explain it to them. All right. Since AJ doesn't know shit and he's trying to play me and I know he doesn't know shit. Uh, hey, Dashbury was a or still kind of is a very prominent street in San Francisco. And it's where there was a big hippie movement. And. Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix used to live there, and it was just like this cool uh, place to be at in the 60s that got really popular, where a lot of uh, hippies and musicians lived, a lot of, uh, you know, cultural clashing and art and music being created and lots of drug use. 
but uh, it's a very popular place. That's exactly what I was going to say, but I'm, you know, you explained it better than I could. Eric, so <laughs> thank you for doing that. But that's what I was going to say. Sure, 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 AJ. But, but anyways, good name. Back I like to it. the whiskey. So this mm-hmm. bottle is a 700 milliliter. So those of us in the states are used to getting 750 bottles. This can be 50 less. Um, it's also a, a Canadian whiskey, so it's from Canada, with Japanese Mizunara oak influence. So mm-hmm. I'm a fan of that kind of oak when it comes to Japanese bottles. Um, so when I saw that on the label, I'm like, okay, let's, let's give this whiskey a try. Um, it has notes of and fruit aromas uh, in uh, smooth vanilla and caramel on the palate. And you're looking at a 40% ABV on this guy. Nice. Very nice. So what made you Noise. pick this up, AJ? Um, like I said, I was at the store and the bottle stood out to me because I thought it was a cup and it is, but it ended up being two cups. And since I've never seen a whiskey bottle that has a built-in cup, now I have seen the tin cups where the lid doubles as a shot glass, but not an actual cup built into the decanter. Mm-hmm. So you had no idea so, it was ASAP Rockies, they had no, nothing, you are just like, oh, cool bottle. When I first saw it, yes, oh, cool bottle. But then I you know, looked at the back of it, and mm. on the back here, it has a quote by ASAP. It says, the world as you define it. There you go. The world as you define it by ASAP Rocky. Mm-hmm. So that's how I knew, okay, it must be his brand. And then I did a little Google and I confirmed mm-hmm. it was. Nice. So Very that's cool. why I picked it up in the store. The Like I mentioned in past episodes, if you have a bottle that will catch someone's attention, mm-hmm. most likely they're going to pick it up and at least look into it, if not yeah. buy it. Okay, cool. So what do you say we try this then? Well, go for it. Knows it, dude. Now, I've had this before. When I first bought it, I did crack it open. Um, so I have a pre-opinion on this, but I know this is your first time. Oh, here we go. Another opinion of AJ's. Let me tell you something about opinions. Don't hate how I say opinion, dude. Don't hate. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that, dude. I'm not hating. Don't hate. Okay, on the nose, dude, this, doesn't, this does not smell like whiskey to me on the nose. D- okay. I barely okay. get any, like like um sting in the nostrils or anything mm-hmm. but it tastes really nice i'm getting oh, you're already tasting it even i mean nose i'm nose. sorry not taste it smells really nice i'm yeah. getting sort of like apple caramel sense okay i don't know about you but that's what i'm getting so um my problem with the nose and i got this the first time i smelled it and i and i cannot get out is desitin cough medicine Whoa. Yeah. When I nose this, I do get a very, very little hint of caramel. I do get that apple that you referenced, but mm-hmm. hardcore, like, oh, like desitin or rubitussin type of thing. Wow. Really? Hmm. And I cannot get off of it. Like, I nose right now, it smells sweet, which I do like sweetness. Um, not necessarily on whiskey, but in general, I do love sweetness. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, cough medicine, bro. Ooh, I'm not really getting that. Maybe you had a lot more cough medicine growing up than I did, because you're you're always <laughs> Mister Sicky Poo, dude. I have not been. That's the thing that my wife makes fun of me about. I used to get sick all the time. Yeah, and injured. <laughs> We're gonna have to go there remember, right now. Remember, remember, you hurt yourself with pliers trying to squeeze something, and you hurt your your hand. Just move it on because you squeeze too hard. <laughs> move it on. <laughs> hey, I have a strong grip, bro. Don't don't hate the grip. Too strong for your own good because you hurt yourself squeezing too hard. Taste the whiskey, Eric. All right, fine. (laughs) I remember that day. That was at work. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, I'll taste the whiskey, you weak-ass hand. Taste the damn whiskey. I'm doing it. Okay, good. What notes are you getting? Um, first of all, it's really smooth. I'm getting sure. a little bit of spice, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. A little bit of spice with sweetness. Mm-hmm. Let me try a second sip. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I'm getting that. I'm still getting that apple taste, less mm-hmm. caramel than in the nose, but um, it's there. So I would say it's pretty consistent with the nose. I get more apple than caramel and then some spice in there. Robotussin. A little bit sweet. You're getting that on the taste too? Tussin. Need more Tussin, as Chris Rock would say. Dang. Give me some of that Tussin. That's all we had when I was a kid, Robotussin. No matter what you got, Robotussin better handle it. Okay. Would you like, did you like that medicine when you were drinking it, when you were young? No, I hated it. So it's fair to say that you hate this. I'm not going to say I hate it, but when we give our review on it. Uh-oh. Yeah, mine's not going to have a lot of drams. Oh, boy. Okay, let, let me, let's, let's make this positive. Let's make this positive. Okay, yeah. Okay. okay. So, yeah, you've been it, a little it is a light whiskey. You're, you've been half glass, half empty so far in this episode. So, yeah, let's, let's, let's change it up. It is a light whiskey. I do picture it being nice on a summer day. Since it is so light in flavor, and even the spice is very light, the kick is very light, um, mm-hmm. I would not recommend doing this one over ice. Don't do it on the rocks. Keep this one neat. Um, I don't really know much about mixing it in a mixed drink because I feel it's so light on the profile mm-hmm. that a mixed, like some kind of juice or soda mm-hmm. will overpower the whiskey. Um, yeah. I do think that someone who is newer to whiskey and is not ready for the big kick in the throat like you got with that 60 something percent abv we had a couple weeks ago yeah um i think this would be nice for them and it might be a nice entry type of whiskey yeah i think i agree yeah so that's my uh, positive notes on there it does have a little fruitiness on there again nothing wrong with that that, that's my positive review let's rewind it now let's get aj negative review go Tastes like cough medicine. I will probably not drink this even close to quick enough. I'll put it this way. This one, I'm, I'm still going to do it because that's my rule. But this one I have not even put into my infinity bottle yet. <gasps> because I don't want to tamper because of how I'm not a fan of this whiskey. <gasps> yeah. How could I you? I you know. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I know. Dang. Well, you know. Um... To each his own. It's not. I mean, I don't. I don't mind it. I don't think it's that bad. Um, personally, I think I agree with you that it is a good introduction to to whiskey for anyone who's trying to get into that. Um, the pri- given the price point, it's something maybe I would pick up just to like, I guess, have it in the, at the bar and be like, hey, this is ASAP Rocky's, you know, thing. You want to try it? You know, stuff like that. But um, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, we'll wait until we, we, we rate it to see what I really, really feel, you know? Well, we're about to rate it right now because we do the rating before we do the water drop. That's correct. So I'll let you lead us. I'll let you lead us off, Eric. How about you take us on a journey of a positive start? Okay. So see what kind of rating you're going to give this guy. Let me positively squeeze a little. Oh, we're going to rate. We're going to rate, right? Okay, I was, I was doing the water. Yeah, yeah, not the water yet. Not the water okay, yet. Um, if I'm being kind, 
I would say that okay, I, real quick, real quick. If you preface a review with "if I'm being kind," that already tells me that this is not. Well, you said be positive. That'd be positive, but be realistic for our listeners. Be positive. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to pitch it positively, okay. but P- my pitch rating. it positively. Now, if I'm being kind, <laughs> uh, and, you know, it's not that I don't enjoy it. It's just that there's so many other options out there that are better, in my opinion. It doesn't make this that bad to me, in my opinion. It's not like how you felt about the Abasolo. I don't even think we've we've talked about Abasolo on the podcast. The The Mexican whiskey. The... Yeah, we haven't reviewed that on here officially yet. So we'll leave that for later. But I still think it's pretty good. Um, And I would give it a... It's not bad, so it's not going to get one. One dram. It's going to get about a 2.4 for me. 2.4 drams for me. For the listeners who have not followed us yet on Instagram, Brothers of the Dram, we do have our whiskey rating system on there. So by Eric giving it a 2.4, he's saying it's an okay whiskey. Out of, yes, that's out of five. So yeah, if you go to our Instagram, you can see our little rating there. But um, yeah, it's about, uh, it's slightly and one decimal below average for me. But it doesn't okay. mean it's bad. I, I'm, I'm actually uh, okay with sipping on this personally. Okay. Now, would you... Based on what I mentioned earlier about the whole over rocks and mixed drinking and like that, would you stick with keeping it neat or like, no, I would put this on the rocks. I would mix this in a drink. I could do it neat because it's sweet and it's not strong. And if I were to put, you know, a droplet in it or or some ice, it would dilute it even more. But I don't think that's necessary. So I could do it either way, to be honest. It's it's not it's strong. It's. It's not strong enough where I'm like, no, this needs to be diluted somehow. So, yeah, I would do it straight. I'm okay with it straight still. Okay. But I'm a straight drinker. I prefer that. Yeah. That's the only thing you prefer straight. Moving on. So, if I'm going to rate this whiskey and I'm going to... son of a bitch. (laughs) I give points for, you know, not a whole point, just, you know, a couple decimals for... The decanter, which I mentioned in the past. Mm-hmm. If the bottle jumped off the shelf for me to buy it, it's already going to get credit. Yep, it's already a winner. So with that said, <gasps> I'm giving this a 1.8. Fudge. So that falls in the category of less than okay, and it's pretty much a bad whiskey. God damn, yeah. AJ. Yeah, I'm I'm reading this one at that Somebody level. get ASAP Rocky on the phone now. Because I want to see him kick your ass. Well, okay. That's a possibility. You know, we can think upset about, you know, reviews and stuff like that. Or, mm-hmm. Eric, yeah. we can be open-minded to other people having opinions that's different than yours uh-huh. and be accepting of it. Oh, yeah. You can have your opinion. That's fine. Why do you I always just, make fun of the way I say opinion? I just want to see you get your ass kicked. Why do you always make fun of the way I say opinion? Listen, AJ, I was taught to, to say it as opinion. Uh huh. But if you want to call it call it opinion, I'm fine with that too. Okay. Well, good because that's my opinion. Okay. So the brothers of the dram average for this whiskey here is a 2.1 between the two of us. Uh. So it's it's an okay whiskey. It's an okay whiskey, but again, 
I wouldn't mind having it in my bar as an introduction. Like, hey, you want some whiskey? I have a bunch of whiskey. Oh, I don't really drink whiskey. Oh, try this one. This one's light. It's sweet. You know, just kind of like, um, I don't want to compare it to, but like for wine drinkers, how a lot of wine drinkers like Stella because it's sweet. It might be like, you know, preference to a certain group of people who aren't like really into things, but are willing to try and start off with something. You know what I mean? Oh, I 100% agree with you. And don't get me wrong, when when we give our reviews and if something comes off as a bad whiskey or an okay whiskey, it doesn't mean it's technically a bad whiskey. Do not go buy it. Avoid it because everyone's palate is different. Someone might try this and they might even be an ASAP Rocky fan. Like, you know what? I'll give two points just for it being, you know, ASAP Rocky's whiskey. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying AJ on my flavor profile, my experience with whiskey, that's the reading I gave it now. I will agree with you saying it's nice to have on the bar. So mm -hmm. I'm glad I picked it up because when I got to taste it too, I love the uniqueness of the decanter having two glasses built into it. It's a great conversational piece. And if someone does not know much about whiskey and they want to try something, this would be a good introduction for them because it is on the sweeter side. It is on the lighter side with ABV. You know, there's mm -hmm. not much kick, very tiny spice. Um, just, I think for me, what, what really hindered the rating is I'm getting that cough medicine taste, dude, and I don't get that in whiskey, so that's a bad sign for me. Well, one thing I would give this bottle credit for is that it is a conversation starter because it is a cool bottle, and it is by ASAP Rocky. Agree. So I think just that alone kind of gives it uh, some exposure or some kind of, you know, like talking points because... You know, you can be like, hey, do you want to try ASAP Rockies? You know, kind of kind of like tequila. Like if you want, oh, you want to try the Rocks tequila kind of thing. So yeah. I think, you know, if you had it on your bar and then you brought you bust it out and actually, it's actually a, a unique bottle and it's like, oh, it has cups and this and that. I think that's already a plus um, and helps with its rating. But yeah, the taste is um, decent, decent, in my opinion, in my opinion. <laughs> You're a dick. I'll give you I'll put you this way. If the decanter was not so cool and it wasn't a nice conversational piece with the glasses and everything, uh, my rating would have been significantly lower. So Whoa. because of the decanter and the look of it, that's why I boosted it up to that one point. OK, so it was just a regular bottle, like a regular bottle with the label on it. It'd probably be uh, one even. <gasps> but yeah, I'm I don't like dude, if, if I'm tasting whiskey and, you know, I'm drinking it to kick back lounge around, have a cigar with the guys, or just, you know, unwind with some nice jazz or some vinyls playing in the background. Mm -hmm. Medicine, when I was a kid, is not what I want to be sipping on. Well, yeah, if that's what the, if that's the taste that, or the, you know, memory that it's bringing to you, definitely not. But, you know, I do know that ASAP Rocky most likely listens to this podcast, and <laughs> I hope or if he doesn't, one of our listeners will send it to him, and I hope he comes after you. Let's just say that. Well, if he does come after me, then you're going to be solo mission on this podcast, and I wish you luck, my friend. Ooh, the wish podcast would skyrocket into number one. We'd be we'd beat Joe Rogan. Is that what the case? <laughs> we would beat oh. Joe Rogan. Before we continue down this further path of lies, dude, let's do the let's do the drop. We got to do a drop of water All right, in what's left, and see if it changes our opinion. Mm -hmm. On this whiskey. Okay. I mean, I already did it. And um, it didn't change too much for me because it's already light in taste. It doesn't pack much of a punch. So it didn't change too much for me. Mm -hmm. mm. 
but um it's okay dude it's not bad it's not bad it just tastes more it tastes less like you know what it tastes like to me like a flavored whiskey almost well it it i, I think it is a oh uh, no it's not it's technically not a flavored whiskey. no it's technically canadian whiskey infused yeah. in, in or distilled in japanese barrels oak barrels so so did I mean, it say did it say it's actually distilled in them because i thought it was influenced by them uh we'll get to that in the history oh okay 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 got it got it got it yeah yeah um yeah, it's aged in American white oak barrels. And oh yeah, I guess it's a Japanese method used with oak barrels, but he's doing he's doing it with white oak barrel American oak white oak barrels. Yeah, see that's what I'm saying. So it's not in that actual cask, it's just influenced with the style. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this, adding water tasted made it taste even more robotustiny. If you run out of tussle, put some water in the jar, shake it up, mo tussle, mo tussle. And oh I, boy, this is not going good. I'm not a fan. I'm sorry, ASAP. I know, I know we're, I know we're boys. I know we hang out all the time. Get him. And I know you're gonna have me front row at your next concert. So hopefully this doesn't hinder that. ASAP, get him, ASAP. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you like that one? That was a good one. That yeah, that one that one was a good one. I give you credit. That was nice. <laughs> I Eric, I raised my glass to you, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm here all night. I'm here all day. Or for the next few minutes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right, dude. Well, what so your final review about this with and without the water? Without the water, for me, honestly, it didn't do too much more besides like pack even less of a punch for me. Flavors tasted the same to me. It didn't like impact it significantly like other whiskeys we've tried mm-hmm. uh, and i don't know what that means or why um that happened but it's just uh it could be just me because i'm not fully impressed as a whole mm-hmm. and i'm just just almost the same to me almost the same to me so okay. and it's worse for you that's not good yeah it's even i think it's worse for me because with the water it killed the apple note i was getting which mm-hmm. i love apple notes which i mentioned in past episodes um eagle rare is one of my favorite higher end bourbons because it's hard to find yeah. uh, bourbon to use inside of an old fashioned because the apple notes of that whiskey with the orange inside the old fashioned is delicious this guy on the other hand with the water in it apple notes gone it's all robitussin now Ooh. so that's why it's even worse for me Ooh. and the little not bit of spice good. is gone too no bueno that is not good aj it's not but since we established how we feel about this whiskey, we've talked a lot about it so far. How about you bring us a little whiskey history, Eric? Whiskey history, whiskey history, whiskey history with Eric. Sure. Uh, it's not going to be a whole lot just because this is a newer whiskey. And honestly, I couldn't even find out when it was released i think it was actually no i'm wrong this was released in the summer of last year Mm -hmm. so it is a fairly 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 new um product therefore i have what um less than a year of history aj so you gave me this (laughs) task and i have about 10 8 to 10 months of history to work with so you're going to get it, and it's not going to be much. But is it, a, uh, is it a dick move that I knew it was very young? Absolutely. Okay, that, then that's good. I'm glad I did it to you. Go ahead. Okay, good. 
Now, so what happened here is what AC, uh, ASAP AC? Rocky, AC. AC Slater, dude? AC Slater. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So what AC Slater did, just kidding. Um, ASAP Rocky got with Global Brand Equities and with A&J Gallo. Are you familiar with any of those names? Maybe I read across them once in the past, but off the top of my head right now, no. Okay, so he got with them to to distill this and age it and things like that. And he went with a Canadian style, Canadian whiskey. Uh, he aged it four years in white oak barrels. And um, so who uh, E&J Gallo is, they're a, a wine company. They uh, have a really long history, actually. They go back to like 1930. But they're the E&J Gallo Winery or Gallo or Gallo, whatever. And so they started as a winery and then they started, you know, expanding, purchasing, you know, uh, agricultural land and um, creating good wine. And then they started getting into the spirits business. And that's how they got together and collaborated with ASAP Rocky in creating this. So they are the basically the distillery and they are located, I believe, in Modesto, California. So the, those are the guys that basically hooked up ASAP Rocky. And that's pretty much all the history. <laughs> you know, again, this task was uh, pretty tough. And um, that's all I could get, to be honest. But yeah, he, I guess uh, ASAP Rocky wanted to launch a whiskey for a few years. And he was finding it, finding it difficult uh, to find partners that are willing to sort of like innovate and, you know, fulfill his vision and so when he found them that's when he's able to do this by kind of defining a little bit of, of the rules um but also like honoring and respecting in uh, industry traditions so that's why he he kind of uh i guess it's one of the most uh things that he does different is the fact that he ages it for four years i guess so yeah that's, that's all i could get man to be honest how's that different though by aging it for four years uh, I think in comparison to like Canadian whiskey and in the barrels they're using, it's just not like traditionally exactly what they do. So I don't know. Well, probably because he went with the influence of, you know, the Japanese style with the influence of his barrels and how he's right. aging it. But the years with Canadian whiskey, I'm trying to think of our past episode when we covered each different country's whiskey. But I don't think they actually have as many um, rules and limitations on their whiskey, like bourbon and scotch and everything else. I think it's the most lenient because I know they can even use food coloring to hmm. color their whiskey. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, what, what, let me read something from the article here. It says, okay. Um, the, uh, let's see. Um, so it's billed as being aged in American white oak barrels for four years and blended in Canada with, uh, with opening notes teased as pairing fruit scents with whiskey undertones. With the influence of Japanese Mizunara contributing a complex but smooth blend of additional notes, including vanilla and caramel. I did not get vanilla, but yeah. So I guess there's some Japanese. I guess the Japanese thing is what's a little bit different. That Japanese influence. He's kind of meshing Japanese with Canadian in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I 100% agree with that statement. Mm hmm. Because of one, it being Canadian whiskey, and two, it even says on the bottle, yeah. influenced by Japanese Mizunara oak. Okay. Yeah. So that's it. All right. Well, that, that was a short whiskey history. history. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the impossible task, AJ. 
dude, nothing's impossible if you make it possible. Mm-hmm. Dude, I feel like I need like a, a line of positive shirts. That's a good quote. Yeah. You know, it's like AJisms, mm-hmm. positivity, stuff that he says. Do it. Do yeah, it. I, I guess know. I guess he um a little bit more of history. This is major history. Oh god, here we go. He unveiled the bottle at um, I guess like at a Gucci show with Rihanna. So that was pretty cool. So does that admit that they are together then? Yeah, I think he I think he, yeah, they have a, a baby together. I think they're gonna have a second one or something like that. Well, you know, again, you talk about revealing the bottle. I like the bottle. That's what caught my attention. It is unique compared to other decanters out there. And even if you do not like the whiskey like AJ, I still recommend picking it up because it looks cool on your shelf. Mm-hmm. And if you enjoyed it a little bit more like Eric. Um, don't talk in the third person, Eric. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're right. I sound yeah, ridiculous. My apologies. I sound like a good goddamn idiot. Yeah, AJ said do not do that. Yeah. Forgive me. I forgive you. I forgive you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Know. Okay, cool. So anyways, yeah, pick it up, pick up a bottle, give it a try. I say give it a try because of the price point. I say pick up a bottle and give it a try and and have your own, you know, formulate your own opinion on it. Because, um, again, because of the price point, I think it's doable. Yeah, luckily, the price point is there. 30 bucks is not expensive for a bottle of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, highly recommend it. All right, my brother, before we close it out, is there anything else you want to add to this episode? No, that'll do it. Drink your medicine when you're sicky poo. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that's Dude, it. If I take this bottle real quick before we close out, if I take this this bottle here, and I put the whiskey inside of a bottle of Robitussin and I give it to you when you're sick. I do not think you're going to know the difference. No, maybe not. Hey, maybe maybe when I'm sick. Yeah. Give me a little bit of this instead and tell me it's medicine. What I'll do is I'll put it in. I'll get a Robitussin bottle and I'll put it in there and I'll give it to your wife and say, when Eric's sick next time, give him some of this. Exactly. Might be a placebo, dude. Imagine whiskey healing sickness, dude. The placebo effect? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're I onto was, something, dude. I was still you're, drinking this over Robitussin, but... I think you're onto something, AJ. I'm onto it, dude. I'm going to brand it. Brothers start, of Draft Medicine. Start giving sick people. You know, we're going we're gonna to go full circle. All this, like, toxic stuff is going to be branded as medicine. Back in the day when they were giving people, like, Coca-Cola as medicine and stuff like that. Now you're going to bring it back, dude. It's making a comeback. Well, well yeah, because back then Coca-Cola had real Coke in it. Yeah, exactly. So, so now probably now, a lot worse stuff. Cough medicine is not going to have whiskey in it. Mm-hmm. There you yeah. go. That's a market right there. You're good. All right, guys. Well, that was a fun episode. I did not enjoy sipping the whiskey, but I enjoyed the conversation Eric and I had. And that concludes today's episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, brothers and sisters. We'll catch you on the next one. Cheers. Cheers. We'll see you ASAP. We'll see you ASAP. ASAP, get AJ ASAP. (laughs) You've been listening to the Brothers of the Dram podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Brothers of the Dram. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. On behalf of the crew, thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Cheers.